<laughs> but I get to sit here with the physical hook off camera, so you can't see it. Yeah, Stephen Hawkins said some shit with letters. <laughs> All right, you want to start? <laughs> Sorry, Stephen Hawking said some shit with letters. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> letters, I don't know. Uh, well done. Every story starts the same way I'll just do a little bit till Sunday And now I don't even know who I am Not that I ever really did January 13th, 2020 I'm Eric talking at you once again from a very, very cold Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada, where if you have a period, you're really a dude. You're really not a dude. If you have a dick, you're really not a chick. If you listen to Eric and Gord, you don't really know that I just said that, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I don't care anymore. I can't, if unfortunately. If you have a period, you are not a dude. It's just that simple. Dick, you're not really a dude. If you have a dick, you're not really a chick. And if you don't listen to Eric and Gord, you're not hearing any of that. So you can't get mad at me. I, it's it's so... Uh, I don't get to stand outside and yell because it's minus 16, which I've never felt ever. Um, <laughs> and I'm not going to stand out in it. it was, I, I walked maybe seven minutes from the bus to this house today and I almost died. I had to stop three times. I am not strong. Hi, Gord. How you doing? <laughs> Enjoying the laugh. Oh, good, man. How you doing? I am actually really, really great. I got a quick shout out to Mike and the boys at Pit Lane Parlay. It is your number one IndyCar and racing podcast. Take a pit stop at Apple Podcasts and give them a, whatever whatever you do there. <laughs> a review. A, a, a like. A, no, the, the five-star rating. That's what it is. There it is. And I wanted to say hi to Alex and the crew at uh, Thor's Kin, our favorite podcast from across the pond uh gourd's episode that he so magnificently filled in on should be popping up yes in, it should in the next couple of weeks i'm not sure how they publish but look for it around by the end of the month you find that one on apple podcast too and uh, uh podbean yes hey guys i miss podbean i started on podbean they were a great little company i just followed us on pond on podbean by the way followed us yeah, I was never following us on there before, but now I officially am. I uh, didn't even know we were on there. Yes, we are. That's very cool. Um, couple things I want to... Oh, it's actually up, by the way. Oh, it's up already? Okay, there you go. So go yeah. over to Podbean, everybody, and look for Thor's Kin. And, uh, or, or you can go to Facebook and go to Thor's Kin Podcast Fan Group. There you go. And you can hear Thor... Uh, filling in dutifully for Eric and Gord on another podcast, which we're going, we've got tons of that going on this year, you guys. Just so you know, we are we're all over podcast. We're just taking over. Um, everybody else who has a podcast wants us, and 
I got nothing better to do. So. <laughs> that includes, uh, I am trying to get on an episode of Now You've Seen It. I don't think I'm going to make it. I don't think he wants me on Now You've Seen It. Uh, great podcast. That's uh, already launched two episodes in. It's a really fun show. Uh, you can just find the link on Facebook, and there's a bunch of opportunities to win prizes and stuff from Oracle Media Productions. These guys are an actual big-time company. These guys had fucking Ted Nugent in their Christmas party. Like, that is crazy. Um, but they are also the production company behind Stories Behind the Songs. That's a little podcast where I tell you a bit about some of my favorite songs by Silverchair, The Sugar Cubes, Pearl Jam, U2, R.E.M., Guns N' Roses, and more action-packed, fun cool musical show uh that debuts march 1st so pay it to eric and gord are just taking over this year podcasting is just going to be changed to eric and gord casting pretty soon <laughs> fuck it <laughs> and well that's gonna happen joe rogan can either fucking get with the program or get out of my way but i'm thinking he'll sign on as a co-host It'll be Eric and Gordon Joe. And it will be spectacular. Eric and Gordon Joe, whatever, right? Um, I like that. That sounds good. Eric, Gordon, Joe, what if we're right, except for Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Before we get going, Eric, I actually have something to ask you. I think you knew about this, and I think you even might have brought it up, but I'm just not really clear-headed right now. There's a good chance. There's always, there's always that chance. I uh, <laughs> believe that uh, you know that Pearl Jam has a new album coming out. They do. I'm and so excited. Finally, their tour, though, only what? has four goddamn dates all in Ontario. Uh, that's, is it all just in Ontario? It's the only thing I haven't seen. Is they all all just in Ontario. Ontario. They're, they're doing Ottawa for the first time. Um, or the first time in like 20 years or whatever. Uh, Ottawa, Toronto, Hamilton, and I forget the fourth, but they're all four in Ontario. Very first. Ottawa, Quebec City. Oh, Quebec City, Hamilton. Ontario. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I may have to bite the bullet. Last time they did this to me and didn't come to Vancouver was in 2010, and I had to go to Calgary to see them. Uh, so this year, I think that best bet is LA probably the cheapest alternative is fly down to LA and see them sad that's cheaper to fly that to LA to see the concert than it would be to fly to Ontario to see the concert <laughs> yeah, <it's sad. laughs> yeah it, it, we gotta figure that out like flights to Toronto are fucking absurd oh it's, it's everything in Canada is fucking stupid speaking of which listeners I'm trying to get to Toronto again and we are still offering the $2,000 road trip challenge. If we raise $2,000 for me, I'll tattoo anything you like across my chest and go topless till Victoria Day. Uh, it could be anything. Uh, if you want, like, Gord Chug's cock, that's fine. I'll tattoo that on my chest. <laughs> I prefer um, you. <laughs> yeah, I do. Anything, legit anything. I don't, I don't care. It'll happen. So we got to get two thousand dollars. The Casa de Grassi fucked me over this summer. It's not happening again. What we do with this two thousand dollars is Gordon and I go on an epic road trip through the states. We're going to Hacky Sack, New Jersey. We're going to uh, Ashburn, Virginia. We're going hopefully to Baltimore, and everywhere we 
go. We're going to buddy up with one of you guys. You're going to be my co-host in your living room, and Gore's going to make dinner for all of us. Head over yeah, to yeah. dealwithit.com. Have a look at Gord. That's a man you want cooking for you. I will actually be packing for this trip. I'll be bringing my own personal cast iron pan for all that amazing home flavor that comes from that little bad boy. And I will bring my appetite. That's it. That's all you need. And honey, we're bringing ass. the funny. Eric and Gord, what if we're right at your house? I like that. I think it's a good idea. Who doesn't want Who doesn't want two random Canadians hanging out in their house? Everybody. That's right. Hey, your buddy. We can see your buddies on the way too. Uh, Alex is in Vermont. That's or right. the other one. One of them's in Vermont. Yeah. Bringing just so in case you Americans don't know, you bring in a Canadian into your house as, as like a little like an appearance that actually brings up your property value. Just letting you it know. Does. Canadians and the gays <laughs> bring up your property value. The gays. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and we're gonna. I put that out on Facebook today. There's a couple things on Facebook you can do, and really importantly, go to the new Eric and Gord Show Facebook page at Eric and Gord Show and like that page. It goes a long, long way. Uh, things about us before we get into the news of the day. I just want to say a couple of things that have happened. We're we're entering season three, and I want to just say the show. Now, going into its third year, there's some things that have happened since we started the show. We got into it a little bit last night, but there's things around the world that are undeniably different since Gordon and I started podcasting. A um, couple things. Cigarette smoking in North America has dropped to its lowest level since 1965, since you and I started podcasting. There you go. Saving smoking think? from all over the world. Right? Here's here's a thing. Now, is it connected? I can't say it's not. Ever since Gordon and I started this show, global suicide rates have dropped by 38%. That's just since but they were massively they were 38% higher before we started doing this show. Is there a link? Prove there isn't. I don't know. I'm not I'm not saying there's a link. I'm just saying it makes sense that <laughs> Since Gordon and I started this show, democracy is more widespread than ever. Now, six in ten countries are democratic. They weren't before me and Gordon. It, that would that actually makes the most sense of anything. Doesn't it make the most sense? Yeah. Uh, a global survey shows that since, actually since uh, our first year, young people are now more optimistic than adults for the first time in years. Um, it's well, just yeah, it, of course, because the young kids are blaming the adults for everything, not realizing their own fucking problem, faults of the whole thing. Uh, since Eric and Gord started <laughs> being right, <laughs> since we started being right about things, the proportion of people being sent to prison in the United States is at its lowest rate in 20 years. Wow. It was and and 65% of our listeners are in the U.S. That makes 65% sense. of our listeners are in the U.S. And more people have voted in American elections than ever before since we've been doing this show. Hmm. Could that have something to do with it Trump or is it us? You, 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 you know, 
Less people away. hate less people well, hate us than Trump. <laughs> I'm just putting the dots out there. It's for you guys to connect them. Uh, Gordon and I bitch about gun safety quite a bit, uh, especially recently. 67 new gun safety bills have been signed into law since you and I started this show. Oh, wow. Now, are they listening? Or were they going to do that anyway? That's not for me to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to tell you something. (laughs) I'm just telling you. (laughs) The world seems to be a much better place since Gordon and I started this podcast. State-based conflicts are down 32% since we started this. You know, the war is down 32% since we started this. Interesting. Gordon and I have been saying that uh, the movement in the Middle East has to be dealt with differently. And since Gordon and I started saying that, 80% fewer Iraqis have died. (laughs) That's That's just a fact. That's amazing. Gordon and I said things have to be done differently over there. And a year later, they're being differently. They're being done differently over there. That's. I, is it just a coincidence? Probably. Who knows? I don't know, but it's a me. The world is better because of Eric and Gordon. That's right. That's just. That's fine. I'm saying you could listen to Eric and Gordon, or you could be miserable for the rest of your life. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I am going to tell you what to do. <laughs> that's what we do <laughs> it's interesting to me it's just it's you know i i just like that the world's better pearl jam hasn't put out an album in seven years everyone yeah. thought they were done everyone said they're not doing an album i announced that we're doing a third season in march all of a sudden there's a new pearl jam album in march weird strange right yeah these things happen while we're on the air. That's all I'm saying. If we weren't on the air, would these things happen? I guarantee you probably wouldn't know it if they did. Not you, Gord. I'm talking to the world. No, no. Yeah, of course. Number one news source in North America right now. The only credible news source in North America in the last two, going on three years. <laughs> You know, speaking of which, I, I saw this little article thing today, and it said, uh, here's a listing of the top 10 most credible uh, news pages or like, websites or whatever else when it comes to getting your news. Every one of them <laughs> are, all, are all owned by fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Murdoch or Mur- whatever yeah. his name. Yeah. Yeah. Every one of them. It's, it's like New York Times. You know, <laughs> well, see, we, we don't have a specific web page. That's why, like, our web page has no news on it. That's why it's we're not That's on right. the list. Uh, if it was podcasts, we'd be there. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, we are on the same list as a lot of you got to remember this is the 85th most, uh, the 85th best podcast listened to in Canada in 2019. There's only right. 84 podcasts in Canada that are better than us. And that's not Canadian podcasts. That's just podcasts people in Canada listen to. There's only 84 they like more than us. And in a country that- of roughly 2,700 people, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> 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 uh, 
That's so good. <laughs> Twenty seven hundred. There's just so many Americans that are listening. That going. That could be an he, old. I, thing. I knew that. I knew that was no fucking. There's nobody up there. I'm just spitballing. Why haven't we taken them over yet? What the hell? Uh, ten provinces, three territories. They've each got 130 people, and we all share four internet lines, dial-up lines. We're still on dial-up. For the Americans who don't know, are we still we're still on AOL. Yeah, we're, we're still that we're that country that when you go to go online, we have to hear that. <laughs> We, we tried to change it to COL, but they wouldn't let us. It's Canada Online now. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> when they when you heard about, like, you know, Canadians are online, they're literally talking about, like, five of us, because that's all that can ever be online at once in the country. Well, the system crashes if we put more than five. We've tried. Yeah. But we're going to get that. You know what's going to get us there? And this is just the goddamn truth. Uh, Wang... Wang Ming Ji, she's trying to get us there because we signed a deal with this woman to allow Huawei to install the entire 5G infrastructure in our country. Then we arrested her and we threw her in her house (laughs) for over a year, her $16 million mansion in Shaughnessy, uh, where I'm sure it was just torture. I'm sure she learned her lesson. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And now, her trial, for those of you who don't know this, the CEO of Huawei, she was charged with violating U.S. sanctions on Iran because she does business with a country in Iran. Uh, So her trial's starting this month, and JT is kind of going, well, maybe we don't want them doing our 5G. So China's going, wait a minute. You said we were doing your 5G. And Trump is obviously sitting there going, Donald Trump. (laughs) Donald Trump. (laughs) Um, So JT's beard is wondering, what should I do? Should I piss off China or should I piss off Trump? There is no way JT's beard wins in this. So now, lawyers for Meng Wangchu are saying... That the the sanctions don't apply. She was in Canada. She was doing business from Canada. Canada has no sanctions on Iran. So we're all good. Uh, American lawyers are saying no. Canadian banks are subject to American law when they do business overseas. So, bing. We got her. And so we can't. There's like it is such a fucked situation that we've got ourselves into and JT's beard isn't going to get us out of it I don't think there's no good way that we win I don't know I think his mighty beard might just get us through it all there is an argument to be had that national security is at risk without the 5G infrastructure now I don't my technical knowledge isn't vast enough to understand exactly why that is but that is a, a threat that without 5G, you're not as secure. So people might get our AOL passwords or something. I don't know. 
But isn't that strange considering the biggest complaint with five with the five G network is the lack of security of it because right? it all goes with like I mean, come on, this is just a whole lot of backwards talking here. It really is. That's all that's going on. But someone's gonna end up really, really mad at us. Um I that's why the beard came out when it did. We the beard's gonna stare some people down and Justin on his Justin on his own he'd get his ass kicked all over this news story but Justin's beard seems to have his shit together I don't know what's gonna happen that scares me you know what scares me even more that that's actually a fucking thing his ratings are way up since the beard people say he's made since this Iran thing started he's made every right decision they're like, there's there's a hundred wrong decisions the prime minister could make here, and Justin Trudeau hasn't made any of them. The, the he hasn't made a single fucking decision. Working. Like, he hasn't made a single decision. <laughs> well, that's where we're at with him. He, just, he hasn't made a wrong decision. Well, he hasn't made a decision. <laughs> exactly. As long as he never decides anything, he can't be wrong. That was probably the first thing the beard told him was you, as soon as the beard showed up, it was like you keep your fucking mouth shut, bub. Let me do the work, right? And it's working. I'll take, I'll take care of all this. First things first, you're not smiling anymore. I said last week, don't fall for the beard, and everyone's falling for the beard. Mm-hmm. The Iron Man beard. But they're saying, yeah, he's looking really good. He's he's come back. He's clear-headed. He's he's really focused. He's doing well. He's the same. Guy. It's Clark Kent's fucking glasses. He's the same guy. <laughs> Just a beard. Wow, a wow, way. I don't know what this fucking phone company is doing to our country. We're being torn apart by a phone company. I thought if anything was going to bring us down, it was going to be Timbit cereal, but no. No, no. Huawei phones. It'll be Huawei. That'll be it. They're good phones. I'm sure they're fantastic. Well, they have to be. They have to be amazing phones because they have to give you something incredible in order to to be able to justify taking what they want to take. So it just makes perfect oh. sense. They're going to have amazing product, and they're their network is going to be absolutely mind-numbing. There's no getting around any of it. Now, I spent this time last year defending the Chinese. <laughs> yeah, you did. And saying, maybe the Chinese are not the nefarious evil criminals that we think they are. <laughs> and I laughed they, at you when you said it. <laughs> the Chinese people and government, in turn, listened to Eric and Gord and Put on a concerted effort to prove me wrong at every point. <laughs> they weren't going to stand for me saying that they are not so bad. Perhaps they they stepped up their game and showed me, yo, you want to see bad? We'll show you how bad we can be. Uh, so I stand corrected. Sorry, China. I didn't mean to ruffle your hair there. I thought you were good. I now know you're not. <laughs> Which is fantastic because I spent a large portion of this year broadcasting from a community center full of Chinese people telling me how great China was and how we were wrong about them. And they were all just flat out lying right to my fucking stupid white face. 
I love that. I love that they were all t- telling me like the news is wrong. All the news you hear is wrong. We'll tell you the truth. These are just citizens. These are just regular dudes telling another regular dude just bold faced lies. I love it. Uh, I, you know, like I said, I, I called in the beginning when Suju said, I don't think they're up to all this bad stuff. Well, well you know yeah. what? <laughs> said it from the beginning, my friend. <laughs> you did. You did. And I was less right on that. Um, I was trying to give him a chance. You know how, like, when you when you tell a bully he's smart, and then he'll, he gets a little bit of confidence, and he stops being a bully. Um, I was trying to use positive reinforcement, and uh, it backfired. Some kids are just pricks, and China's a prick. So thank you for making me look stupid, China. Don't worry. <laughs> I will do the same. It will be paid back in spades. Yes, it will. <laughs> and really, in the dawn of 2020, a new decade, you really don't want to get on Eric and Gord's bad side. I'm just saying this year, you don't want to. Yeah. As, as I said about Donald Trump a couple of days ago, Eric and Gord are going to go on record as not liking you, and pretty soon, that's going to matter. Mm-hmm. And you just, I'm saying, everybody, you want to get your shit together this year. That's just what happens. Now, yep. just to give just to give our listeners an idea of what happens. Oh, by the way, wait, hang on one sec. Meng Wong Zhu lady, uh, a free Huawei phone goes a long way in swaying my opinion of what we should do on this 5G thing. I'm just telling you. <laughs> you can... Uh, Shoot me an email at stupid at outlook.com <laughs> and tell me you're sending me a free uh, P... What is it? The P... Mate? P30 Mate? I have no idea what's called. A P30 Mate might get me behind the 5G project. <laughs> at the moment, I can't support it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Just to say, to give everybody an idea, what happens when you don't, or when, if we don't support something, if if we actually go against something, let me give you an idea about what happens. See, the last five businesses that I ended up not liking, all five failed. It's actually true. This is completely true. And number six. Not just failed, but failed colossally. Now, number six is just coming to fruition. Is that uh, things engraved? No, I never had an or, issue with that. What's sick? You Ed, didn't take Ed Bath and Beyond. The entire company? They're shutting down sixty stores across Canada. They've only got sixty-one stores in Canada. Yep. I don't know how many stores they have in Canada. I think there's well, sixty. Sorry, maybe it's sixty Coolers. stores in North America, but they're shutting down sixty stores. That is, I heard nothing about this. That baffles me. I was just talking about how much I think they're not bad. No, nope, uh, they're shutting a whole bunch of them down right now. Uh, they're uh, getting ready to. That's actually really surprising. I thought, if anything, they were on the upswing. Um, but I guess it's the way of the world. Like, no one's buying $1,200 sheets right now. No. Nope. 
And so, it's a yeah. It's one of those things. Like if I if I buy three thousand dollars sheets, I'm never buying sheets again. That's a once in a lifetime deal for me. That's the whole point. You can't. Yeah, but it, you you cannot run a brick and mortar business anymore on one time sales. It doesn't. It's not sustainable. You need to sell shit that's going to break in two months so you can sell more shit. Think of it this way: you sell a couple of items that will last for a lifetime. Those are the things that keep the people coming back to buy the shit that breaks all the time. That's yeah. why they have the picture of both. You think, That's why they yeah. got the soda streams. That's why they got all those fucking all of those cheap things. You know things. what really happened here is HomeSense moved in and fucked up their shit. Because HomeSense no. got everything for 35% of the price. It's actually still... Because um, HomeSense still are not doing all that well. No, um, but they're definitely doing better than Bed Bath. I would it's think. It's still... Walmart has upped their game. Walmart has upped what they the some of the name brands that they carry. They're carrying a lot of the same name brands as what Bed Bath carries. So that's what's what's mainly screwed them. What's going to destroy the planet uh, commercially like that is Amazon. Amazon is going to eat everyone alive, and there's going to be nothing left. It's like a dragon that just comes by and burns you down, then eats the ash. That is Amazon. Is that dragon? Um, Now the fight between Amazon and Walmart is going to be fucking Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. There's going to be a lot. (laughs) of collateral damage in this fight. Uh, and it's going to be colossal to watch. I can't wait. because That's the only thing that could get Walmart's back against the ropes is Amazon. Um, I don't think Walmart has the infrastructure to compete. So they're going to they're going to destroy as much brick and mortar as they can and just own that. And then there'll only be two companies. And th- those two companies will eventually merge and become one giant fucking Costco. Yep. Um, we're all fucked. There's, it's literally, it's going to, it's 10, 15 years from now, there's only going to be one store. Yeah, and yeah, eventually that's all it's going to be. It's going to be like, what was that fucking um, Special Stallone movie um, where there was the, the great war, the great fast food wars where Talk about one. That would be one of the most Demolition Man? <laughs> brilliant prophetic films of the 1990s. Demolition Man. And that wasn't so much a Sylvester Stallone movie as it was a Wesley Snipes movie. Yeah, I guess that's true. That was more of a Wesley Snipes, Sandra Bullock. <laughs> I couldn't finish that sentence. <laughs> that is an all that's a fantastic movie all-star cast dennis leary um the fat dude from beetlejuice who i think that's his actual name yeah fat dude i believe that's right i the believe fat it's pronounced fatay dude fatay dude, <laughs> fat-ay dude. <laughs> beetlejuice. <laughs> you know the guy from beetlejuice the guy who had the stupid blonde in his hair he looked like an idiot um yeah. <laughs> only other movie i've ever seen him in but it is a fantastic movie and it's People don't give it enough credit. It, it's a great look at the future. And that was 2030, I believe. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's coming up in 10 years. <laughs> I think it was 20. He was frozen. They they thought him out in 2030 to fight Wesley Snipes' his bad hair. <laughs> uh, just to throw off this Bed Bath thing. Um, Bed Bath, which owns uh, Bye Bye Baby, Harmon Face Values, and World Market, since it's going to close 60 stores in the fiscal year. Now, uh, by, does anybody shop at Bye Bye Baby? 
Does it make any money whatsoever? Oh, that's why I believe. I think they're one of the things that's going down. They actually do have. So. Bye bye baby it, has a very actually a pretty large following, but it's I a matter start, of I don't think anybody buys from it though. No, I started at Bed Bath and Beyond when my ex was, I believe, seven months pregnant, six seven months pregnant. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I was very intrigued by Bye Bye Baby. Yes, and I went on their website. And I was there for about seven seconds before I realized there is no way that you can have a child and afford anything at Bye Bye Baby. The only way to buy something there is if you get rid of the child. They're just ridiculously overpriced high end. And you don't you can't buy high end for your baby. There's no point. No. Everything we bought for her was obsolete in three months. (laughs) I would why would you spend bye-bye baby kind of money on stuff? No one's that generous. No one wants their friends to have that nice of stuff. You have a baby, you give shit away to the, your pregnant friend. You don't want your pregnant friend to have nice shit, so you buy crappy stuff because you know you're just passing it on in two months. Yep. Sorry, I just I thought you might know. Uh, I don't. I can't imagine bye-bye baby did well for them. No. What that is, is they're closing. So initially they said they're going to close 20 stores uh, in April. They said they're going to close close 20. NASA math. NASA math on that. Yeah. Now they're doing a total of 60. 40 of those 60 will be actual Bed Bath & Beyond stores. The other 20 are going to be part of the other ones, the other three that I mentioned, the Bye Bye Babies, Harm and Face Values, or World Markets. Um. The actual quote from the CEO, the interim CEO, Mary Winston, said, "This action we are in, with this action, we are cr- increasing the pro- profitability of our remaining portfolio and believe that our remaining fleet will uh, benefit from our renewed focus on driving traffic and operating efficiency. I See, feel so bad for their shipper it, receivers. Well, here's the thing. And this is what I don't understand about these fucking idiots. You think that because you're going to face it, it's not like there's a Bed Bath & Beyond on every corner. You know, it's well, usually one per large town. Yeah, I don't know if they have a limit. Like, Ikea won't open up in your town unless you have a million people. Yeah, Half a million people, sorry. Half a million people, that's right. Half a million people. Or IKEA won't open there. I'm sure Bed Bath has some sort of metric like that. Like you don't, they're not in Milton. No, Milton doesn't have a Bed Bath, but Mississauga does, which is a much much larger uh, area. Um, you know, yeah, but it's humorous to me that Milton's they're doing this. Level. No, I mean Milton still has like a hundred and something, hundred and forty thousand people in the town. I mean, it's not like it's exactly that tiny. But I would say. I'm just saying, this isn't a prediction because I don't want people to say it when I'm right, but pound for pound, Milton's on the way up, Mrs. Arga's on the way down. Guaranteed. Well, actually, to be truthful, Eric, <laughs> actually, <laughs> um, uh, what they're, what Ontario, Southern Ontario specifically is doing is, is they're going to amalgamate all of um What's, it's called the GTA, the Greater Toronto Area. Yeah. Uh, the entire GTA is actually going to amalgamate into, for the most part, much like what Vancouver is, 
It's basically yeah. just going to be one city. Yeah. And even then, in the, in the next 40 to 50 years, the prediction is that Vancouver will be a suburb of Surrey. Surrey's growing that fast. Wow. That they think it's going to absorb Vancouver. And I have the same prediction. I think it's going to be the greater Milton area before we see the end of this. It's that Toronto's going to be a thing of the past. And Milton's going to be where it's at. And I think it's because of your website, Milton, your Facebook page. <laughs> that is just a clear, that's the way governments need to be run. The way you guys diplomatically handle things on your Facebook page, we could all learn from you. Yeah. I uh, said about Bed Bath, uh, I say that only because they are a large employer uh, and they provide a lot of low barrier jobs. Yeah. Um, and it's going to actually hurt quite a bit. I think that they're gone. It's going to hurt employment rates, certainly. Well, I because can tell you about the one that's around, that's in the next town over for me. They're, they have more managers than they have floor staff. And that's a direct yeah, fact. Which means they have more managers good. than they have part-time floor staff. That makes no sense. And that's why the company's shutting down. You're stupid. Well. That is definitely one reason. Um, one of many, but yeah, that's definitely it. So. Now, when did this decline start? When did Bed Bath start slipping? I'm going to guess about five and a half years ago. About five, uh, between five uh, and five and a half years ago. Somewhere around there, yep. That sounds yeah. about right. Well, what also let, happened five and a half years ago? Really well, they let me go Yeah. five years ago. And then what uh, happened just after that? That, well, that that's right. I left. The end for them. Eric and Gord worked at your store. You were blown Top up. Store. You were growing. You still Top have empty properties. Remember, they were. They the still have the Richmond store. store that they never filled out. Yep. They were. I had personal conversations with the owner of that store about how great they were doing. Yep. You get rid of Eric. You get rid of Gord. Five years later, the entire North American operation is shutting down. Mm-hmm. All it takes is a phone call, guys. I'd come back. Jesus. It just goes to I, show. I really wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. Um, but it does go to show. And that is, that's amazing. I, I really, I'm glad you brought that up. And uh, I would like to apologize to everyone that works at Bed Bath & Beyond. It wasn't my choice. We could not see eye to eye on things. We have very different management uh, structures. Yeah. And mine is far less douchey. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that chick just took one look at me and didn't like me. Yeah. And she's a Pearl Jam fan. Uh, I know. So heartbreaking. How dare you. Blasphemous. They wouldn't like, they wouldn't like her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sucks because I liked her and that, that was the part that really sucks Sorry, I, I always say I never want to talk about this company and then I always get into talking about them I actually quite liked her and to she was filling some big shoes in that store yep 
I don't want to name names because these people actually know who we're saying. So uh, the one that left was damn hard to replace. And oh was, my god, I was very I was heartbroken to see her go. But the one that came in, I thought she was cool. I I assumed we were going to get along famously. Walking around in a Pearl Jam hoodie, being everybody's friend, and then she just looked at me and hated me. I don't know. I mean, she just like really hates hot guys or something. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she got shot down a lot by a guy who looked like me or something at some time. Hates what she can't have. But there was just no pleasing her. She just hated me. And my any opportunity to, to advance ended the day she started. And then it was just a... It, they were just waiting for an, for an excuse. Um, and, yeah, and, you ain't lying. And they got one. They got one in the form of a lowercase T. That's what I used to call it. He hated that. Um, the lowercase T. The world's changing. These giant stores, uh, they crept up all over the place, and they're going to start disappearing. Because you just can't... Why would you be... When you could be online for a fraction of the overhead. And the fact that they spread out so fast. Like, really, it was 20 years big box stores just started spreading everywhere. Yeah. And they got, they got way too big. Way too fast. And there there is no too big to fail in retail. Uh, you should have predicted it. It's, it's blockbuster video syndrome. You should have seen it coming. The, the smart ones did. The smart ones invested in Amazon. Yep. Um, now, Amazon being uh, questioned, their business practices are being questioned a little bit. That they're kind of strong arming people out. I don't know any. I don't know enough to back that up, but I don't. I, I don't imagine you get you get as big as quickly as Amazon did by being nice. That's just that you, you never read that story ever in the history of time. That. Yeah, no. got that big that fast and didn't crap on some people. Like even Steve Jobs admitted he crapped on a bunch of people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and people liked him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this Walmart fight, it's going to be really interesting to see what because they're nasty. They, they, we know they're nasty. It's going to be neat to see what they do when they dig in and and stand up against Amazon. It's, there's a war coming. I'm, I'm being serious. I know I sound like I'm being stupid. I'm, I'm deadly serious about this. It's going to be crazy. The whole landscape of consumerism is going to change. Yep. All going to uh, be owned by one. It's all going to be owned by one, but what are we going to do? What about the... We, we're, we're in this weird generation of... of I, I used to equate us to horseshoe makers and more so than ever, I think that's an apt comparison. We're the horseshoe makers of our time. Everything is changing, but the majority of us aren't prepared for that change and we're not old enough to die. So we're going to be stuck in this limbo of a world that we don't get that are the, the millennials get the old people are dead. We are going to be the horseshoe makers in a world full of cars going, what the fuck? Yeah, pretty much. 
uh, if, if those of you who don't understand my analogy, at the turn of the last century, uh, a bunch of horseshoe makers didn't know what the fuck to do with their lives because Ford invented the automobile and nobody bought horseshoes anymore. Um, and a lot of people didn't understand the changing world. The icebox freaked them out. The, the car freaked them out. The horseless carriage. We are that generation of our time. Some of us do better than others, obviously. But I think the majority of us aren't ready for these giant shifts that are happening. The millennials are ready. They've been raised for it. We weren't. That's and right. We're, we've still got half our lives to live, most of us. Me, maybe a third. Um, maybe. If I'm lucky. Uh but it's still, it's a long way to go. We, are, we we got a long stretch to go in a weird world with changes. Like, I like to go to the store and buy something. I enjoy Amazon, but I'm not ready for that to be the way things are yet. I like to go out to the store and try something on and buy it. Or not. You know, that I like that aspect of shopping. And if that's no longer an option, I'm going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and I think that I think I think there's a lot more me's in the world than are willing to admit it. I'm willing to admit I'm ignorant to the technology world. I'm I'm learning as fast as I can, but I'm way behind because I didn't give a fuck for years. I I, I was fully the guy that oh the internet's a fad. I yeah, was well, wrong about that one. Or. Well, it's 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 um, it, we're all fucked. A little bit, a little bit because <laughs> I, I'm not prepared. I I don't like when they go. London Drugs threw me off. The biggest Canadian retailer, and that's actually true. I don't know how that's possible, but they're like the biggest Canadian. I'm like what London Drugs, but anyway, uh, that was a place I applied there. Uh, I think this is pre-child. It's going back a few years, but. Mm. That was the first place I walked into, and I said, I would like to fill out a job application, and they said, we don't have those. You have to go online. And I just, I didn't know what that was. Like, I knew what it was, but I, I'd never been somewhere where you couldn't walk in and just get an application and fill it out and talk to a manager. That's not how it works. Uh, okay. This is why I struggle so much trying to get a job, strictly because of that. Yeah. You can't just go in and talk to somebody. Everything goes off of paper. And, and my yeah. resume is not flattering. Now, there's there's 142-year uh, jobs on there. Like, I've worked every day since I was 17 years old in a retail or construction setting for two years at a time. Like, I think my longest job ever has been maybe four or five years. Odd. Now, if you sit down in an office and talk to me, I'll run your fucking company. But yeah. you sit there, you look at my resume, and I don't look good. You give me the chance. Watch me do what I can do best. You that just sit there and read a piece of paper now. Yeah, but that doesn't happen. That you, you don't even get the opportunity to say that anymore. Nope. Hey, no, give me a chance. Same. Used to be, hey, give me one day. You don't even have to pay me for the day. Yeah. At 3 o'clock, you decide if you want to hire me or not. 
And that'd be enough. The guy'd be asking you to marry his daughter by the end of the shift. <laughs> You're like the son I've never had. I've heard so many times. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> son of uh, the one I should have aborted, whatever. Same but thing. you don't you don't have that anymore. You don't have that personal thing. And I think this is bad, but I'm in it. I, I I survey people on the street a lot. I do everything like a survey because I think it's going to be a segment for the show. Every conversation I have now might be a segment for the show. Um, but I'm in a minority. When I think this is bad, most people disagree with me. Um, this is not bad. This is good. This is what this is the way the world's going. I'm not ready for it. I don't like it. I like human interaction. I like a handshake. I like. Yeah. I like how you sit. Let's sit. You, you on one side of your desk, me on the other side, let's have a talk. That is not the world anymore. The world is Snapchats and Instagrams and, and ghosting. <laughs> and TikTok, that TikTok's the big one. Which I don't even, uh, still don't even know what the fucking point of it is. It's another video, so I don't understand the point of it. Uh, but it's acceptable in China. That's the point yeah. of it for That's the big thing for us. Bigfoot in the Chinese door, which I'm pursuing very much this year, China, because number one, I'm not happy with you. Number two, I think your country needs a little bit of Eric and Gord. So we are going, we're coming to China. For anyone's concerned, we're on our way. Eric and Gord will be delivering to China before the Trans Mountain Pipeline, guaranteed. Um, I've got some big news, by the way. I just discovered. I don't like the world. There's some big news. No, uh, no that's not news. But I've been basically since the Roomba <laughs> came out that we were headed the wrong way. The fact that, you know, five years ago, I, as soon as I saw a Roomba, I said, we're fucked. We're going the way of the Stallone movie. Here we are. Five years later, we're fucked, and we're living the Stallone movie. Yeah, right. I need the manhole with Dennis Leary. I want to go eat the rat burger right now. <laughs> Let's get off this story before I kill myself. Um, this is actually, I, I'm a little bit floored by this one. Um, uh, what's his name here? Uh, George Nader. Ralph Nader? Uh, no, George Nader. Um, George Nader, who was the uh, he featured prominently as a key witness in the uh, special counsel Robert Miller's Russia investigation. That ah uh, yes yes yes. He is facing at least a decade in prison after he has pled guilty to charges of child sex trafficking and possessing child pornography. Wow. He is a uh, he entered a plea deal on Monday in federal court in. Alexandria VA, was that Virginia? Uh, admitting to transporting a 14-year-old boy from the Czech Republic to Washington, D.C. in 2000 to engage in sexual activity with him. He took a boy all the way from the, the Czech, Czech Republic. Republic. Yep. Wow, he went and bought himself a little fuck doll. Yep. He also admitted to possessing child pornography de depicting infants and or toddlers. I never understood that. No, I don't get it. I don't um, get how that's a thing. I here's, the, here's the thing, though. Because it's not just that. So he's got that. That's brutal. 
But he's also still separately under indictment in Washington, along with several others, uh, on charges of conspiring to conceal the source of more than three and a half million in political donations to Hillary Clinton during the presidential campaign. Oh, what a shock. Uh-huh. And he was reporting to an unnamed Middle Eastern government on that operation, which was intended to curry favor with Clinton, prosecutors said in the case. So here's a guy who was brought in. This is one of the main people brought in to take down Trump because Trump is such an evil guy. Yeah, this was one of his key witnesses. And he's up on <laughs> he he bought a 14 year old fuck boy and brought him, tried to fly him back so he could bang him. Well, this this is a this is a piece of shit. This is this guy deserves death. Uh, there is. I don't get the toddlers. I, how is that a fucking thing? Anyone under 22 is a kid to me. I don't get that. I don't. Yeah, I don't, toddlers. Makes, like, who looks at a Cabbage Patch doll and says, mmm, I got it. I just, I don't see it. Uh, give me some of that. I, I don't get that. And you know what? I'm, I'm podcasting tonight from a friend's home with a 14-year-old boy. That's a disgusting, scary prospect there it, is. Yeah, there it is uh this kid's a That's cool it. kid i like this kid uh what do you do what do you tell a 14 do you remember when you were 14 yeah it's the year before i started drinking <laughs> no yeah, right? i started drinking <laughs> well, <laughs> what do you think this kid's gonna do now uh, right <laughs> what but could you imagine being sold at that age no. to, I, no. a, to an american businessman politician guy and getting on a plane and going across the Atlantic Ocean with probably the full... Like, I don't think he told the kid he was taking him to Disneyland. Like, I think the kid probably knew what was up. Do the Nader previously convicted in the Czech Republic of 10 cases of sexually abusing minors and sentenced to a one-year prison term in 2003. In that case, according to the Czech court documents, Nader found a boy by cruising... An arcade in Prague and lured him in with money, jewelry, mobile phones, clothing, care, and housing. Yeah. And this is, you know, I, I, I never, I wasn't on Hillary Clinton's side. I never, I was never rooting for Hillary. I, I was never against her, but I didn't care. I wasn't on her side by any means. Um, I thought it was the beginning of the end. The fact that Hillary was running against Trump. I just thought, okay, your country's fucked. It doesn't matter who wins. I did not know the extent of evil, sadistic, weird shit Hillary Clinton seems to be connected to. Yep. It's it's all coming along. Everything bad that's happened in the last two years seems to be connected to a Clinton. And oh. I, it's it's not fake news anymore. Mm-mm. No one would bother with it. It's and the Clintons aren't denying any of it. That's the weirdest part. They've just they're gone quiet on this. Um, America in general, it's a joke on every other show. It's not a joke on this. America is burning down. It's fucked. The American Empire is done. Just the way the Roman Empire went, the British Empire went. American Empire is going, and that's no joke. It's, that country is imploding. 
all the all, everyone's seen behind the curtain. We we've all seen the wizard. We know he's just an old man with a loud voice. Uh, the country's fucked. That country is going to be a, a, a shell of what it is now in 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 a hundred years. America's going to be nothing in a hundred years. I promise you. If it's even a whole country in a hundred years, I'll be amazed. Yeah. Um. Well, Nader admitted to transporting the Czech boys to the U.S. for the purpose of engaging in sexual activity. He argues that it happened too long ago to be prosecuted under the statute of limitations, and his plea deal preserves his right to appeal his conviction on that count on those grounds. Even if such an appeal were granted, he would still be the subject to a mandatory 10 years on the pornography charge alone. Gentlemen. You're all smart men. Clearly, you're smart men. Stop having child porn on your fucking computers. It can't be that uncontrollable. Is it? It can't be. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Very simply, guys. You're smart enough to get to that position in society where you're uh, that high up level dude with clearances and stuff. And you're not smart enough to get a fucking external hard drive and hide it? Get get the naked toddlers off your fucking computers. What the even fuck? easier? Hang on. There's something even easier. Because again, an external hard drive can still be found. But here's the thing. I'm trying to make. If you find yourself not just looking at images, but if you find yourself that you are actually downloading images and videos of children for the purpose of anything sexual, as soon as you hit download, or just before you hit download, stop for a moment, go down to your local gun store, buy a gun, and fucking shoot yourself in the head. Go for a 12-gauge so that it's a closed funeral. So nobody needs to know about this. Just eat the bullet. Be good to society. Because absolutely nothing you do is going to be good. Because everything you do in life is going to be marred and destroyed because of what you're doing behind these closed doors. And your moral compass is already fucked as it is anyways. Which means you're more susceptible to bribes. You're more susceptible to doing things on the evil side. You're more susceptible to this and that and the other thing. Because you have zero moral compass. So since you have no moral compass, you don't believe in God. Truly. Because if you did, you wouldn't be doing this. So therefore, you don't have to worry about the, 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 uh, the, the overhead of oh, I can't kill myself because God God thinks it's a sin. See, none of that matters to you. Yeah, so exactly. just die. Die, go, die, die. I'm going to go one step further. A federal government that involves Eric and Gordon 2023, um, not only am I bringing back capital punishment for anything pedophilia related, capital punishment comes to Canada. If you do something to kids, you die. That's it. Now, I'm going to go one step further. You don't even have to buy the gun. I'm going to enact a law in which you, your local gun shop has to let you borrow a gun. If you're a pedophile who's planning to kill yourself, you don't have to pay for the gun. We'll help you do it for free. 
A local gun shop will let you borrow a gun just long enough to eat a fucking bullet. And, and if you free ammo. not to do that, me and Gordo kill you. It's your choice. You can do it or we can do it. It's up to you. I don't care. But uh, either way, you bugger a kid, you're dead. I don't care if you're Catholic. I don't care if you're special. I don't care what your fucking excuse is. You touch a kid, you die. That's it. Um, I'm all up for the, I, I, yeah, I'm in. Sounds good. We have to stop excusing this behavior. We have to stop making excuses for pedophilia. There is no excuse. It just has to end. And we have to start holding people accountable. We're letting people off on two, three year charges. What the fuck does that do to anybody? It is not no, a just hurry. The just so you know, there's no longer a deterrent. We need a stronger deterrent. That's right. I agree. And just so you know, Eric, that his ten-year sentence. To... Sorry to cut you off, but his ten-year sentence. See, the pornography charges they carry the ten-year sentence. That's mandatory. He's already only looking at ten years. That was his plea deal. Was only doing the ten years, which means right. he's not being charged for raping that fourteen-year-old boy. Yeah. No. Of course not. That's how so they get the away with it. The images are worse than the act. That's how Epstein got as long as he did. Epstein got convicted in the 90s of this shit. Same thing. We have to... And now we're, we're learning why. Because the people we're electing are the people helping these people. Yep. Getting them off, getting them pardoned, getting them excused, getting their sentences commuted, making that. The statute of limitations does not exist when I have anything to do with it. No. There is no statute of, in, of limitation. That shit's forever until you die. You get, you get caught fucking a child. I don't care if it happened last night. I don't care if it happened 65 years ago. This should not be a conversation that we even need to have. Nope. 30 years ago, 30, 30, 25, 30 years ago, this happened once every 10 years. This was a non-starter. In Kelowna, it happened one time in my life that I, you know, and it's, this wasn't, it just wasn't happening. We've made it comfortable enough for these fucking predators to come out and do this because they know the punishment is not that bad. Because all their friends are taking care of it for them. We've made it. This, this is the way our society goes. This is the way when we're apologizing for these fucking maniacs and we're letting them do these things, then the rest of them think, oh, hey, look how that guy got off. Maybe I should give it a try. We have made it too easy. This is what I was saying about when I told you the story. Oh, did I lose you? No, I'm still here. Okay, sorry. My my laptop wasn't plugged in this whole time, so it just was about to die. I, I oh, saved okay. it. Um, we are still recording. We have made it too easy, is what I'm saying. Uh, and this is what I was saying about the guy with the pole. He said, well, nobody's really wrong. Can't we just use love and understanding and find a common ground? No. That's oh. what we did for these freaks. That's right. We made it okay by saying, you know, it's okay. Oh, you've got a problem. Oh, your dad didn't hug you enough. Oh, you were dyslexic and you didn't get math. So now we got to forgive everything you fucking do. No, it stops. Nope. 
people need to start carrying bats. And guys who are looking at kids funny on the playground, just get a fucking bat to the head. Maybe we're wrong one out of ten times. We bat the wrong guy in the head. Sorry. That's just that's just part of it now. Yep. Everybody it's, who's if, if you're at a playground and you're not a parent and you're over twelve, you get a bat to the head just to be safe. From now on. If you're if you're shopping at please mom. And you don't look like you belong there. Bat to the head, preemptive bat. To the head. <laughs> That's it. Don't, don't walk by, please, mom. If you gotta, if you have a, if you're over twelve and you have a photograph of someone under twelve that you're not related to on your computer, you get a bat to the head. We're gonna be wrong a couple of times. If you don't want the bat to the head, don't have the pictures on your computer. That simple. No more statute of limitations. No more commuted sentences. No more time served. Nope. From now on. Nope. None of it. From now on, I am. If when I'm in charge, I'm going to measure you. I'm going to measure your victim, and I'm going to find someone as big as you are over your victim. I'm going to find someone that big over you to rape you. That's going to be the first thing. While you're awaiting trial, you get raped by someone equally as big as you were to your victim. Yep. I will find there's, you know, there's got to be some. I'll recruit big dudes who just want to fuck little dudes. And every time you get f- caught fucking a kid, while you're in jail waiting your trial, you get fucked all day. And then after. They fuck you, they give you a bat in the head. And then you go to trial, and then me and Gord kill you. You look yeah. forward to just... And if you're Catholic, it's two bats and two guys. <laughs> I am all for that. Absolutely. All the crime. This is ridiculous. Into a world where just criminals are running the fucking show. We know the cops can't do anything. We know we can get off, and we just go live like a bunch of fucking animals. It's got to stop. We have to start holding people accountable, and that means the government has to stop being pussies. We have to stop letting... We have to stop letting the criminals tell us what's going to happen to them when they commit crime. Let's start siding with the victims. Yeah. And... Punishing the criminals. Oh, what? I know, right? It's crazy. Oh, wild idea. You're so out of, you're so dumb. Let's help <laughs> a victim and punish a criminal. Let's just try it once and see how it feels. Maybe you might like it. And the Clintons and the Rockefellers and whoever the fuck else is in the board of shadowy figures in the back pulling the puppet strings, they just get rid of them. What do they control? Really? Money. Who cares? They control colored paper. As you said, Gord, it's all about money. It's all about economics. But it doesn't have to be. Because we can live just fine without that system. We eliminate the bank system tomorrow, we're all okay. We think we're not. Because we're afraid. But as soon as money stops mattering, we can all start thinking with a clear fucking head again. Yep, and that's not hard to do. 
start switching to crypto, that's an easy solution without a revolution. We don't have to burn banks and kill executives. We just have to switch to crypto and eliminate this fucking false monetary system that's meaningless and fake anyway. So, so these rich people don't have power. What do the Rockefellers have? Nothing. They're old, obsolete people, but they've got money. Yeah, banks. It's stupid. That's it. We don't need it. Get rid of it. Start investing in Bitcoin. Fuck up the system. That's a peaceful way to ruin the system and change it. Let's yeah. actually change something. Let's have a revolution. We, the, the militia groups let us down. The, the world was supposed to be changed by now. All these fucking people in Montana in the 90s were supposed to do something. And they all pussied out when it came time to step up to the plate. So now it's, now it's a cyber world. We don't need a militia. We don't need guns. That's why gangs in the States are decimated. They're a fraction of what they used to be. Because people aren't scared of guns anymore. People are scared of DSRs and, <laughs> and anything that can harvest your information. That's the real power now. Information. Yeah. The world has moved online. Crime has moved online. Money has moved online. Money has moved online, and that's where our opportunity is. We need to start striking, because they're always a step behind. Bitcoin, I don't think Bitcoin is the answer, but crypto could be. I don't know if Bitcoin's ever going to recover. It's gone back up, by the way. Uh, it, it always does. It, back up fucking, to almost 100 bucks. It, Bitcoin's a yo-yo. That's what scares me about it. But Bitcoin is also the... Uh, what's I, it, there's always one, you know. That's you know, Bitcoin is the MySpace of cryptocurrencies. It's the Napster of cryptocurrencies. It's, it's going to fail, but something much stronger is coming in its wake. Well, eventually something has to. But I, again, there's something. no way of stopping the money until the corporations and government stops. None of that's there happening. Is, there is a way, though. We just stop paying attention to them. We stop honoring them. We don't. We just don't. Don't go get a mortgage. Everybody, don't go get a mortgage. That's it. You need a house. Okay. Somebody has to own the house in order for you to rent it. It's, or it's, we, it doesn't work. We start you doing it independently. We start doing more person-to-person -person sales. They try to make person-to-person -person sales illegal. Yeah, because that's what they're afraid of. So I, you sell me your house. We don't go to the bank anymore. That's it. We just don't go. It's it takes a concerted effort by a lot of people. And it's not going to happen in our lifetime. But if people start listening and they start actually really thinking about it, you don't need to go to the bank. I don't go to the bank. I haven't gone to the bank in five years. I'm not a shining example of how to live, but I am an example of my life is perfectly fine and uninterrupted by not going to a bank ever. If 10,000 people did what I did, one bank would go out of business. 
if a million people did what I did, they'd start listening to us. I mean, I love your optimism. I do. But the only way to do any of it is you have to eliminate first. It's the only way. I say it once. I say it a million times. It's you cannot not stop it. You cannot stop something this big right now by just trading with your friends. You, you can. They shut- almost stopped themselves. They almost stopped themselves eight years ago. Ten years almost, ago. Almost. But they didn't. Well, we saved them. We stopped it. We could have said no. Too big to fail should not have happened. We should have let them fail. It was a perfect opportunity to fix things. We fucked that up. But that wasn't us. We didn't vote. We didn't say for that to happen. The government is the ones that did it. That wasn't us. We didn't vote for that. We didn't say let them fail. That wasn't the people. That was the government. In Canada, we all backed it. We're all happy when we bought GM. We gotta convince. We gotta convince poor people that we don't need rich people. We gotta make rich not look so fucking good. Because the only reason rich is appealing is because they haven't. We don't. Yeah. If, we, if, we, if we didn't, ha- if it didn't exist, we wouldn't want it. That's consumerism. Well, we're not. None of it's necessary. None of it makes us happy. None of it actually benefits our lives. I was saying this about the uh, gender, whatever you call them now, then because you, you can't say non-binary anymore, whatever. Then the non-identifying people are ending the human race. Consumerism is ending the Everything that is important to us at the moment is guaranteed to be the end of our fucking species. Just figure it out. You don't need this shit. This shit doesn't make you happy. Stop lying. What makes us happy? Living, reproducing, we're animals. I'm not saying we don't need happiness, but I'm saying wealth doesn't give it to us. Before it existed, we were a much happier society. And we don't need to pursue it. You want to take out a quarter of them so I don't have to talk to so many people? Be my guest. I don't think it's necessary, but at this point, fuck, you do what you want. <laughs> you're 50% of this equation I'm not going to say you're wrong <laughs> uh, I want way. to say that I'm wrong I do I want to say that I'm wrong I would love to be able to agree with you and to say I think that this can I think that in the next 1,000 years it's possible to happen important to us at the it's moment not. Is guaranteed to be the end we of our We as a society have proven over thousands of years of existence, we have proven that we are just getting worse. You don't so need this shit. We're getting worse. This shit doesn't There's make you happy. Stop lying. I want you to look. What makes us happy? Are Living, you? reproducing. Or your company or your. We're animals. 
I'm not saying we don't need happiness, but I'm saying wealth doesn't give it to us. Before it existed, we were a much happier society. We don't need to pursue it. You want to take out a quarter of them so I don't have to talk to so many people? Be my guest. I don't think it's necessary, but at this point, fuck, you do what you want. <laughs> you're 50% of this equation. I'm not going to say you're wrong. <laughs> uh, I want way. to say that I'm wrong. I do. I want to say that I'm wrong. I would love to be able to agree with you and to say, I think that this can, I think that in the next no, 1,000 years, it's possible to happen. It's not. It's not possible. We as a society have proven over thousands of years of existence, we have proven that we are just getting worse. Let me tell you a couple simple smarter. We're getting worse. Here's a couple things on my checklist, okay? I want you to look. Are you or your company or your corporation or your, uh, which the Vatican is all of the above, is anyone in your system accused of buggering little boys? Whole system gone. You go to Gord's side. Okay, there's going to be two departments, Eric's department and Gord's department. Anyone affiliated with you fucks a little kid, you report to Gord's department. <laughs> Guaranteed. That's just the way that goes. Uh, if you're affiliated, you know what? At this point, I don't even feel bad saying it. If you're affiliated with the Catholic Church, you report to Gord's department. <laughs> <laughs> he, he deals with those files. And what he, I don't ask what Gord does with Gord's files. But his cabinet seems to be a lot lighter than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. My waiting room will be full, but <laughs> my work That's will be we, we, we really need it. I can't believe I'm saying this, how far I've come since I was a bright-eyed, uh, young, youthful liberal. We need a fucking dictator. That's what we need. We really, oh. we need, and honestly, we need to suspend democracy. It's not working. But hang on. Clarify one thing. We need a dictator. But a dictator that doesn't care about money only cares about the advancement of humans. Yes. In a positive light. That's we, the need, we need someone who is not influenced by these people. That's right. And when they commit a crime, they are punished for it. And he just does that. I'm happy to step up, world. And uh, if it takes a Canadian revolution and we got to overthrow some motherfuckers, they'll go peacefully. Don't worry. You think we stormed Parliament Hill and Justin Trudeau's grabbing a gun and chasing us out? <laughs> no more. His beard might leap off his face and give us take out a couple of us, but Trudeau's running like a pussy. <laughs> I'll take over. I'll do it. Y'all know I don't care about money. And I could have it fixed in 10 years. 10 years, I, I could turn this around. All of North America. I promise you. Me and the Mexicans, we turn this whole continent around. Why 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 the Mexicans? Because they will fuck some shit up 
in America for me. I don't have time to be down there all the time, but the cartels will take care of a lot of shit for me. Didn't we just say we want something about a good and moral? I mean, you can't include people that blow up. <laughs> Fucking shoot people. You want to leave out a quarter of the population. You're telling me <laughs> that's going to involve some blowing up. I'm just saying. <laughs> and they don't even, they don't care about money. They just want towns and shit. Fine. You can have whatever town is predominantly Catholic. It's all yours. <laughs> like I said, I don't care what the background is. I don't even care about the place. Two-thirds of the population of the planet. It's not the areas. It's the planet. I know. Each nation loses two-thirds of its population. Each nation. That's why I'm saying. I'll help. You form two lines. You're either in Eric's line or Gord's line. (laughs) Gord's line. (laughs) You you see anyone coming out on the other side? You don't want to be in that line. No. Just a bunch of smokestacks. (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be like two ships remember at the end of 2012 that, that big ass ship I'm going to have the big ass ship Gord's going to have something else my ship and will the, be made of human remains <laughs> the last seat on my ship is reserved for Gord <laughs> he's going to sink we, or, or we get Musk in on this I think that's really the ultimately we get Musk in on it and we just start firing people out into space. Every time he tests a rocket, we throw a couple hundred of them on it first. Every 19th flight is successful. Like We'll get rid of a lot of people quick. It's not a bad idea. Hmm. Eric's Challenger program. <laughs> <laughs> I challenge any of you fuckers to survive it. Oh. It's just stupid. It's a, I can't even be funny right now. God damn it. Two nights in a row you've done this to me. Yeah, but I have some I have a difference though. Yeah, I do too. I got a I got a thing too that I wanted to get to, but I have two happy things to end the night off with. Oh, I've got a real happy one for you. Well one really happy, just one's the uh, the headline thing, which is just funny. And then the other one just made me laugh. We need the Harris County Sheriff's Department to help us. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead with your story because we're we're in an hour and a half here. Okay, first one. Um, Here is the headline. Getting popcorn stuck in his tooth nearly cost a man his life. But how how could getting popcorn stuck in your teeth nearly cost your getting popcorn stuck out of his tooth? Other than I'm about to take a bat to his head for being a fucking retard? I don't know. A British man tried to remove a popcorn kernel that was stuck in his tooth with a pen lid, a nail, and wire. <laughs> now, what was the thought process there, MacGyver? It caused such a serious infection that it required heart surgery to fix. <laughs> and he ended up having to get a new heart valve at the end of the whole thing. <laughs> Caused by a small gum infection from getting a little piece of corn or a popcorn husk stuck out of his gums. Uh, <laughs> fucking red green fans. Uh, British man. So there you go. Uh, yeah, these are red green fans. These are people who think he's a real guy. That's <laughs> right. Uh, guys, stop. 
we're, you're not smart anymore. We're not, we can't do that kind of shit. Uh, what's really terrifying is this guy's a full-time firefighter. <laughs> yeah. You know, really? What does that say? He can hold a hose and point it in the area, in the direction of fire. That's his whole skill set. Hold the hose in the direction of the burning thing. When it's no longer burning, you get to leave. That's That doesn't qualify you to be a fucking surgeon. Hang on. This is just, his wife is the real genius one. The best one. Firemen. What do firemen do? They're fucking gorillas who point water at a fire till it goes out. <laughs> That's not a talent. Anything can do that. Um, this all came to head because his wife had posted a post on Facebook. <laughs> this was her post. Go to the dentist. I know there's a shortage. And I know we all hate going, but Adam's infective infective endocarditis was caused. Thank you. Endocarditis is very, very bad. I almost had it. Well, that's what he had. So uh, it was caused by a small gum infection from getting a little bit of popcorn husk stuck in his gums. No, it was not. That's not why. (laughs) It's because your moronic husband. Used a pen lid and nail and wire to get it out. <laughs> because yep. floss is way out of the question. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, hey, do we have a can of tetanus kicking around that I can just drink? <laughs> no? All right, I'm going to try this other nail and fucking wire then around my infected tooth. What the fuck are you thinking? You can't go. You're a fucking fireman. You can't figure out, go buy some goddamn dental floss. Well, it's not pointing to holes at fire. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I just love that she blames the colonel. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, fucking Orville Redenbacher is probably getting sued right now. Exactly. That's the next step. But who can we sue for this? <laughs> wow. I've had popcorn kernels stuck under my gums for like two weeks, then all of a sudden it just lodged out one day because something pushed it out. It's like, oh, well, I'm having popcorn in two weeks. Look at that. I have one there that I, it's been there since I saw Police Academy 4 in the theater. <laughs> there you go. First of all, <laughs> what was the size of this fucking popcorn husk that it got him to that point? I gotta, I gotta do the fucking scene from Castaway here. This is ruining my life. Fuck you, fireman. Why do you get to be on the news? <laughs> The second best news story about your life is your obituary. Absolutely. Because that was yeah. the first best. That was supposed to make me happy? Yeah, because I found it was funny. That's wrong. All right, let's see how this one works for you. It's funny that I have the superior IQ on the planet at the moment. That's funny. <laughs> it continues with this. <laughs> Crocodile attacks out of nowhere after a teen jumps into the sea to rescue a turtle. Now, give you a moment. A teenager jumped into the ocean to save a turtle that was struggling. It managed to escape unscathed after a crocodile attacked and ate the animal. Can we prove that the crocodile didn't put the turtle there to catch the kid? Well, hang on a second here. So here I'm trying to think, like, okay. Sounds like something a crocodile would do. It kind of sounds like some crocodiles. Crocodiles are like wasps. They're assholes. Um, this happened in Australia, for the record. Uh, <laughs> just wanted to mention that one. 
A 15-year-old jumped into the water to help the turtle. (laughs) Sorry. After he noticed that the turtle was belly up and struggling. Now think about this. So he sees this turtle back in the water, stomach sitting up, legs are moving away. He jumps in to save it. The crocodile goes and eats the turtle and tries to kill the guy. This means that that turtle was not struggling. That turtle had just saved his own life. Yeah. Because the crocodile was trying to get his belly, and he flipped it over so he couldn't get his belly. Now, I'm going to tell you, did you hear about the kid about three, four days ago who was riding around on his bike saving koalas? He saved like 12 koalas by himself? No. A huge story, right? Just a nice feel-good story. This kid's riding around saving koala bears. Um, really cool. I guarantee that's what this little fucker was thinking. I want to be like the koala kid. I want to save fucking turtles. Yeah. Uh, now, if you're Australian and you don't know to not go in the water right now, you deserve to get bit. Maybe not killed, but you deserve to get tasted. You, you, how do you not fucking know Oh, my good God damn it. When I was there, the whole goddamn country was shut down for two weeks because there was too many sharks in the water. You weren't allowed to go anywhere near the fucking coast. I'm finally in the place with the most... I'm on the goddamn Sunshine Coast, the most... Or the Golden Coast, I'm sorry. Most beautiful coast. No, I I didn't get to go. Because, like, it's not like this is a, a mystery out there. It's not a surprise thing. It's croc-infested fucking water. Don't dive in after a turtle. How do you not know this? Oh, hang this on. Is this why is you live in Australia? Because you can't Dude, figure out how to so get the better. fuck out. This gets so much better. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm not. Why do you like um, my officer so much? Why do you keep trying to help it? So he noticed this thing floating in the water. And he wanted to wait for it to come to shore to see what the hell it was. 20 minutes later, it did. And that's when he realized it was a turtle. It's one of two fucking things. It's a frog or it's a crocodile. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. Trust me. This gets way better. Um, I've gone down the beach. That's when I noticed that it was a turtle struggling to swim on its back. He jumped in the water, flipped it over, and just tried to help it swim off. Because that's turtles need help swimming. Right? So he tried to help us around. It was at that moment that the crocodile appeared and snatched the turtle out of his hands. Describing hearing a big crunch as a crocodile grabbed the turtle from him, uh, and he ate the turtle and he literally chomped it in half with this one bite. And yeah. he, was, he was scared. So here's what's funny. He said that he handed the remains of the turtle over to authorities because he still had onto the piece that was left over and told the bull that he noticed a dark shape in the water earlier that day and thought it may have been a shark. But turned it to be a crocodile. So he knew there was a shark in the area. <laughs> Man. He also went on to tell police he hopes he grows up to be a fireman. <laughs> right. <laughs> that eats a lot of popcorn. <laughs> God damn it. God damn you and your stories. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Once again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry I have to announce this is the last episode of Eric and Gordon. Whatever, right? I can't <laughs> deal with you people anymore. Jesus fucking Christ. I, I swear to God. I'm, I'm trying to save your lives, okay? Gordon's trying to kill all of you. I'm trying. You're just like the fucking Chinese. I'm on your side, and you just keep proving me wrong. 
I love that story so much. <laughs> you are really not helping. Uh, I'm not trying to. Uh, <laughs> I want the world to fail. I want to fail. I want to blow up. That'd be great. This ulcer is not getting better. Day by day, this <laughs> ulcer gets worse. <laughs> they tried- <laughs> no, no doctor who listens to my podcast blames my ulcer on spicy food. <laughs> he goes, okay, we can <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Well, here's a little something to end the night on that will make Gord happy because it's right up his alley. Gord, you last night reported on the false nuclear alarm that happened in your backyard. That's right. I did. Canberra, Ontario. Now, two things we have learned from this false alarm since it happened. Number one, our emergency reporting system sucks. <laughs> a lot of people did not get the report that there was a nuclear catastrophe. And for the first hour, we believed it was a catastrophic nuclear event. There was nothing indicating that it wasn't real for the first hour. That's right. Nobody got warned. No. Yeah, a couple people's phones went off. Your phone went off. Like 12 phones went off. Everybody else was fucked. <laughs> yeah. Second thing we've learned since that event. The government was not coming to help. No, that was the crazy thing. In that first hour where it was still believed that a nuclear power plant had meltdown in Peterborough fucking Ontario. For that hour where we thought that was true. There was no government action whatsoever. Nothing. Not have nothing. No and they didn't they didn't get together and go, oh my god, we have no plan. They they did nothing. There was no, no one was coming to help. So Gord, that's good news for you. Yeah. Our <laughs> government is helping you right along. Here's the the ancillary effects from that story is if this ever does happen in Canada. Everyone in Canada is fucked for at least 72 hours. You are on your own. That, that's just proven. It'll take them 72 hours to even get their heads out of their asses and figure out what they might do to help. Yep. Uh, so if there is a nuclear event or any sort of major event in Canada, don't like wait for help because it's not coming. No. Nope. You're on your own. Eat one of your kids and because you can't afford to feed them all now. And get out and collect wood because money's going to be worthless. Wood's going to be the currency now because you need to make fire and save yourself. What the hell is water going to do out there right now? You want wood to keep warm. You can make water out of the snow. We're fucked. Our country is like, we know we're kind of a goofy country, right? Thank you. All right. Um, we know we're, we're like, but. For an hour, we thought that a nuclear power plant melted down, and nobody did a fucking thing about it. No. Nothing. Nothing. But we thought that was real. We thought that was real. Yep. I literally, I I saw it when the first thing came in. I saw it, and I just went, huh. (laughs) And I went back to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, that's where we're at, though. That's where we're at. 
All the I bets have done for the last hour and 40 minutes, that is where we're at as yeah. a nation. We have no help. There. I didn't even close my window. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I hope when if if a bomb drops, I hope it's on my head because I don't want to live long enough to see the uh, just destruction of our country after this happens. Like we, a nuclear fucking power plant melted down. We thought no action. Bye, Peterborough. It was nice knowing you. We're not losing anything, but the that in an hour, how much devastation happens? Ask Fukushima. Ask anyone who lived in Fukushima what can happen in an hour. Yeah, and now ask what happens after a year because it's how many years has that been going on now? Oh, Fukushima was like 2012, 2011, I think. Still leaking radiation into the fucking water? And not one fucking superhero yet. No. Nobody got powers from that. Chernobyl! Chernobyl's 30 years ago. 30, more than 30. Not one fucking cool X-Men came out of that. Disappointing. <laughs> But the fact that our country's not here to help us, and we didn't, we didn't do anything. Nobody did anything. I didn't even hear about the fucking story till you told me. Yeah. But the fact that they, they, it's not that they didn't even have a plan. It's that they didn't care. No. Didn't this, care. this is, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. This is a real fucking nuclear power plant that we really thought melted down in Canada. <laughs> And we don't, we didn't even, like, turn on a hose. Where were the fucking firemen that are such heroes? Nothing! No. We are fucked. Like, Fukushima was 2012, 2011. That's exactly what I said. I said 2012. Like, correct. Either way. That's insane. That's right. By now, a superhero should have developed. At least yeah. like a Green Lantern kind of guy. Or <laughs> more like the Aquaman, let's be honest. To Tsunami. Tsunami Man. <laughs> who comes and he puts fire on the melting down fucking nuclear power plants. My, tsunami Man. <laughs> my good God. Nothing. No response. Everyone's just still reeling from the Tim Horton cereal. <laughs> we gotta have a fucking we gotta stop the government and have a summit on what we're gonna do with Prince Harry and Meghan Merkel but we can't figure out what we're gonna do with the melting down nuclear power plant no. can we forget the 35 year old that finally moved out of his grandma's house and this is news somehow no <laughs> Dude's married, got a kid, he's still living with grandma, she finally gives him the boot, and this is news. Has anyone clued into the fact that this is just covering up the fact that his uncle's a dirty fucking pedophile on Epstein's ship? That's right. Did that ever, all of a sudden we're not hearing about Prince Andrew anymore. No, no. That's it. What happened to the pedophile? He's gone just like Epstein. Guess what? He's going to show up not killing himself in about six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> show up not suicided. <laughs> if you guys are even 
falling for these goddamn stories anymore. It blows my mind. But the fact that a nuclear power plant could melt down because the whole government's focused on what the fuck we're going to do with Meghan Merkel. Yep. What what are they going to do without the Queen's money? The dude's got $45 million in the bank. He's going to be okay for the weekend. Let's go to the (laughs) nuclear power plant. (laughs) It's only overcutting off with the Queen's money. Can we crash at Gord's house for a little while? That's not... The dude's got $45 million. They're going to be okay. (laughs) They can go to Canada's Wonderland for the weekend. While the government focuses on the melting down power plant. This is a Chernobyl style event could have happened on Canadian soil. Nobody gives a fuck. Fuck you. Why do I help you people? What am I trying to save? My audience. That's, that's going to be the next contest. You send in an email that, set, that proves that you followed Eric and Gord on Spotify and Gord won't kill you. As long maybe. as you're not a pedophile. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you gotta be on the list to be considered. <laughs> Other than that, you're you go in Gord's line. <laughs> There's a thing on Facebook, ladies and gentlemen, an opt-in thing. You click on it, you follow us, you can win money, prizes, whatever. I don't know why I'm giving you shit, but listen, Eric, I gotta go. I'm fucking mad now. Um I don't know how these two-hour episodes are doing. I hope you guys are enjoying them. Um, if they're too long, send me an email at thesuperdouchecanoe at gmail.com or rosemcgowanisstupid at outlook.com. Tell me the episodes are too long. I think they're good. I don't know. They're getting good, good response. Our numbers are up, but if, if they're too long, let us know. I will just cut them in half. I'm not going to shorten them. I'm literally just going to cut them in half. Because I never hate my life until about the hour 15 mark. I'm usually okay until then. Uh, so I'm not going to shorten them because God forbid I should go to bed without wanting to kill myself every night. Uh, and yet every night I just get, I go to sleep like a fucking baby. No problem. Uh, if I just, if I decide not to strip naked and walk to my mom's house in the snow and, and hopefully die from exposure before I get there. Are we doing this tomorrow? Uh, probably yes. All right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. You're safe for another night. Uh, forget money. Take care of your kids. Don't be Catholic. And meet us back here in about 22 hours. Until then... Try to take care of each other. <laughs> uh, petties, eat a fucking bullet, you dirty pieces of shit. Have a bad night, everybody. I hate you. <laughs>